0: Welcome to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. Things in Washington are awfully noisy. And you can't say I didn't warn you. An incredibly shrinking president of the United States. Come on, man. He blamed the generals for Afghanistan. That's a disgrace. He blames the general population for COVID. That's
1: not leadership. Going
2: after small businesses, making it harder to keep the supply chain moving.
0: Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right, welcome in. We
2: are back after a week of R&R. Happy Columbus Day, or if you work at the White House, happy Indigenous Peoples Day. I'd I'd like to hear Joe Biden say that one. (laughs) He could could not stumble through that at all. So who is the woke's worst enemy? Who is the progressives' worst nightmare? I would submit to you that it is a man who would be articulate, conservative, biblical, and what would really make the woke crowd really miserable is if that person happened to be a black man. And guess what? And a Republican. (laughs) Uh, Does it sound familiar? Does it sound like Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson? Bingo. Mark is with us on the telephone right now. Mark, welcome back to News and Views. Good to have you with us. Um, I, I can't say that the reason why that we're having you on today is any surprise to me. It might be a surprise to some of our listeners. But you're making the news again. Why? Because you are standing up for conservative biblical values. Mark, welcome in.
3: Absolutely. Thanks for having me here, Again, Tom can you hear me okay uh
2: yeah coming through loud and clear
3: great great yeah uh, same old thing every every time uh we say the truth they get angry they try to twist our words we untwist our words uh we double down they double down and it, it's just gonna keep going that way because I'm gonna tell you it's been a, a couple of people who said that I should resign but those people that are saying that I should resign are they are a little no consequence in my personal life or my professional life. So that advice will not be taken. And uh, we're going to keep moving forward because there's work that needs to be done in protecting our children in North Carolina's public school.
2: Let me give you some background if you're listening in and you're not familiar with this story. Over the weekend, and the news and observers talking about this today, um, but over the weekend it hit social media that Mark Robinson, who was speaking at a church back in June, was talking about... The situation in our public schools. He is referencing what was being taught in the public schools. He was referencing certain books, books like uh, George by Alex Gino, Lawn Boy by Jonathan Evison, Gender Queer by uh, Mia Kobabe, and the, these books are are filth. Are filth, and that's what you called them. You called them filth. I mean, among other things, it is child pornography described in this book, and they are available in our public school system. You called them filth, and at this point, we have uh, a North Carolina Senator Jeff Jackson has come out and said that you need to resign. The White House, the Biden White House, they can't get anything right anyway, they have come out and said you need to resign. But everything that they're talking about is taken out of context because you were referring to what was being taught in our public school system.
3: A- absolutely and they know that they know exactly what I was referring to uh because I've told them directly uh exactly what I was referring to uh, i I've stated un- i stated it uh, without question that what I was referring to is what is being taught to our children and being presented to our children and being made available to our children in the public schools and some of that content a lot of that content Is absolutely inappropriate, and some of it is just downright silk. And we're not going to tolerate it. They can call for my resignation all they want. They can call me all the names that they want. They can twist this thing all they want. But this conversation is not about people's rights to be uh, a homosexual or a transgender. That is not what this conversation is about. This conversation is about whether or not it should be presented to children. I submit to you that it should not. It definitely should not be in the classroom.
2: You know, we have talked about these specific books in previous programs, Mark, and not only are they, not only are they filth, but they're pedophilia, which is, uh, last time I checked, uh, a criminal offense. I mean, the, the least of their problems is a lieutenant governor calling this material filth. They need to be worried. I mean, the people that are pushing this ought to be worried about going to jail for what they're doing.
3: They absolutely should be. What, what's going on is criminal here. We, you know, there. let me state this one more time for those people who seem to have a hearing problem. In the United States of America, in this constitutional republic, you have a right to be who you are and to, be, to secure in your person. I am for that right and will protect that right. But we are not talking about your right to be transgender or your right to be a homosexual. We are talking about presenting filthy, pornographic material to children, making it available to children. We will not stand for that. I don't care what folks hide behind, what kind of uh, what kind of social science they're trying to put behind it. The parents and teachers uh, of this state, many millions of them, are not gonna sit by while we continue to poison our children's minds with these adult-themed things that, that, that do not belong in our classrooms. And we're not, back, again, not backing down on this issue.
4: Uh, lieutenant Governor, this is Benny. Uh, Tom and I were talking before we went on air. I, I asked him the question. I said, "When was the last time you saw uh, CNN or any of the corporate media? Who's what I call them? Report on anything that a lieutenant governor says? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of obvious what they're doing here. But uh, have you been given a chance to uh, you know present your side of the story other than from conservative mu- news media outlets? Uh, absolutely, I have."
3: I have I've been reached out. Uh, the mainstream media has reached out to me. We've done several interviews uh, where we uh, did exactly what we said in the speech. They reached out. They asked us what we meant, and we told them. We've also released a video on our Facebook page explaining even further what we mean and what we're going to continue to fight for. But that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We can explain it to them. We can get all the crayons and paper we want and draw them all the nice little pictures showing them exactly what we mean, and it can make perfect sense. They are still going to twist this because the folks who are currently raging about this are not people who voted for me, are not people who support me and will never support me. And because of that, uh, they're they're screaming, they're hollering, they're bullying tactics, and yes, some of their very violent and racist mess the very violent and racist messages I've been receiving. I'm totally gonna ignore that and we're gonna continue to move forward.
4: And and also uh you know, most people may not know but some of the same books and material that you reference, uh the parents in Virginia have oh, been up going, in yeah, yeah, up in Loudoun County and other counties in Virginia have been um requesting they be banned as well. So I mean this isn't the first so and it also shows you that it's listen, national.
3: That's right. This is not a uh this is not an isolated thing. It's not something like uh Governor Cooper said which is conspiracy driven. This is a real issue in our public schools and people like Roy Cooper and people like Jeff Jackson, by the way, whose district, uh, him and Senator Chotery, their districts are some of the worst offenders at some of this stuff. Hmm. They need to get uh, they need to get with the program and realize that there's material in our schools that is not appropriate for children that's being presented to them, and instead of yelling at me to resign maybe they should think about resigning because they haven't been doing their job in their district
2: you know when you gave that speech at the uh, church which was uh, you, you were sharing some thoughts with a congregation at a church down uh, i believe it was down in wilmington if i'm not mistaken um you when you when you said this material is filth you you said in your talk uh, if you don't understand it come and talk to me and i'll explain it to you has any have Absolutely. any of the people that are calling for your resignation come and talk to you about it?
3: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you like this: Jeff Jackson is is, is, either, is it either he does not have enough respect for me, or he is not man enough. But he has never spoken to me. In fact, he won't even look at me out of eye in the Senate. That is a good description of who Jeff Jackson is. He is not man enough to actually walk up to me and say anything to me. Hello. How are you? Nothing. But he is very good at typing behind the screen on Twitter. So Mm. He had his opportunity to face me like a man. He had that opportunity several times. He has not taken it. And again, if Jeff Jackson is in support of the material that we're talking about, some of the pictures that we showed on our video and the books that are currently being uh, displayed in our schools, I want him to come out and give uh, put 100% of his support behind that so we can know he's in favor of child pornography.
2: I do want to talk about you have put up a uh, petition to be signed, basically just saying we're standing with Mark Robinson. I actually signed it earlier this afternoon. Um, If our listeners want to sign that, and I, I strongly encourage them to do so, they can go to Mark Robinson for in, uh, yeah Mark Robinson NC dot com forward slash Democrats underscore resignation. Uh, make it easier if you go to our webpage. We've got a link to it, uh, encnewsandviews.com, uh, uh, dot com, and you can go link to the peti- petition. Uh, I noticed earlier this afternoon there was probably about twelve thousand signatures. I'd love to see. Uh, in the next couple of days, 100,000 signatures on this petition. Uh, and basically all you're saying is I, I agree with Mark Robinson. I stand with Mark Robinson. Mark Robinson's values are my values. And we need, I, I, I want to say 100,000 there in the next few days, and I'm going to be checking on it, But uh, and we're going to continue to push this. But, Mark, has it crossed your mind that the same people that are attacking you are getting their, their marching orders from the same people that are telling uh, Merrick Garland and the uh, Justice Department to have the FBI investigate parents who are standing up against things like this, things like critical race theory, uh, that they need to be investigated as domestic terrorists.
3: Uh, absolutely, this whole thing. This whole thing is nothing but an attempt to, timid, to intimidate voices on the right, to intimidate the opposition, uh, I, you know, I have yet to see uh, an attorney general, whether it be at the federal level or our state level, uh, Josh Stein, to come out and try to find any of the perpetrators who tore down Solid Sam in the middle of the night illegally, who who went down and 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 destroyed public and private property in Raleigh and many cities across the state and across the nation. N- nobody's going after these folks that commit these acts of domestic, open, willing, violent acts. Of domestic terror on those days, and yet we're going out after parents who are sending strongly worded letters to school boards and saying strong words uh, to, to school board members. This is nothing but an, uh, an attempt to intimidate people into silence, and I, I pray to God that people don't uh, adhere to it and continue to let their voices be heard.
4: Lieutenant Governor, um, so, some of the same people that's come back, come out in the last 24 hours or so regarding this issue are the same ones that came out Um, You know, blasting you about your uh, your um, task force on critical race theory. And and they know for a fact that some of these things exist in our public schools, just like they've got to know that this exists. What you know, what can we do to get the message out that, hey, it's just an attack, uh, you know, attack job on Mark Robinson because they fear they fear for the next election? (laughs) I mean, what can we do? We cannot
3: back back that all too often they pull these stunts and we back off we, we say well you know we see we that's not really what i meant I, i'm sorry I, I didn't mean to offend anybody look i'm sorry if you are offended by the fact that somebody pointed out that there's pornography being displayed in our public school I, i'm sorry if you're Having this stuff made available to them, by having teachers uh, present it to them, we are not going to stand for it. We're not going to sit silent. That's how we combat this. We combat it by not backing down. And I, for one, am not going to.
2: Mark, I want you to know uh, you're one of my heroes. I I really mean that because you will not back down. Uh, You double down. And, you know, I, I actually think them coming after you on this might be a blessing in disguise. Because, you know, Terry McAuliffe, there's another story in my pile of stories. Over the weekend, he's coming out and basically saying CRT doesn't exist. Critical race theory isn't, doesn't exist, and it's not being taught in our schools. He wouldn't give a definition for it. These people are running scared. And, you know, when you, when you corner a rat, sometimes they lash out at you. And I think, I think your task force, what you said, what you're doing, you're cornering a rat, and they don't like it.
3: I'm gonna tell you what 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 it's doing, Tom. See, they thought that by uh putting that video out they were somehow going to expose me. What it turned out is they have exposed themselves now because we had taken a step back and we had, we had said, you know some of this stuff is going on. we're gonna we're gonna kind of take it easy on this and present this stuff in stages, but what they have done is open up the floodgates. I can guarantee you, the video that we put out where we showed the pornographic images that are being that yes. being allowed in our school, there are parents right now who are seeing that video for the first time. Yes. They are seeing those images for the first time. And they are doggone shocked and appalled. Even pe- they're showing it to people who had no idea that this is going on in our public school system. They're telling their friends. And before long, this thing is going to get exposed. And somebody, Jeff Jackson, Roy Cooper, and the folks who are allowing this at the school, you're going to have to answer to those people. So you have not exposed me. They have not exposed me. They have exposed themselves, and we're going to keep pulling the covers back and turning on the lights and,
0: and watch them splint.
2: Well, and the interesting thing is you, you talk about getting exposure and, and allowing certain people to see what you're talking about in this video. The News at Observer has that video up right now on their on their uh, webpage. So um, I, <laughs> you've taken it right to them, brother. Listen, uh, <laughs> uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for the stance you take. And let me encourage our listeners to pray for Mark. Because he has got a lot of pressure. There are a lot, I'm going to call it like it. I see it. There are a lot of evil, mean people out there that want to cancel our lieutenant governor. Pray for him. And please go, you can go to uh, ENC News and Views. There's a link right there to his uh, webpage. Or go directly to markrobinson4nc.com. Sign the petition. You can see the videos there. And uh, and pray for our lieutenant governor Mark Robinson and his wife and his family because uh, they are uh, look Mark's a brave guy and nobody's going to take Mark down. But uh, it I, you know it's got to get to you after a while. Mark, thanks for doing what you do. And, and listen, uh, you are your values are I I would say are the majority of North Carolinians on these issues, no doubt. We
3: we believe that too, and that's why we're going to keep on keeping on.
2: Mark, thanks a million. Appreciate it. We've got to take a time out. Stay with us. More news and views with Tom and Benny coming right up.
0: I'm a bit confused. Cutting through the confusion. Why are they forcing the vaccine on people at all? News and views. Should I get it? Should I not get it? To bring you clarity and certainty. I'm just, I'm tired of it. So I'm losing trust in all of it. Now and views on Talk 96.3 103.7. Welcome back in
2: October 11th, 2021. Interesting uh, little bit of trivia here. It was 46 years ago today that Billy Clinton and Hillary Rodham were married in Fayetteville, North uh, North Carolina. Fayetteville, Arkansas. And the next day, he came out and said, I did not have
5: sex with that woman. (laughs) I did not have sex. Sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> well,
4: give him credit. I mean, he's he he's lived through a lot. Forty six years uh, with her. Oh my goodness. Mm. I gotta I've I got to tell you, our producer Clark is on the on
2: the stick. He's on the ball, man. <laughs> told you so. Yeah, I know. I know. Happy Columbus Day. Looking at your weather forecast, a slight chance of showers before nine o'clock tonight. Otherwise, low around sixty three. Partly sunny on Tuesday. a seventy eight. Clear tomorrow night, low in 61, and Wednesday and the rest of the week look pretty good. High in the mid-80s with sunshine and cool nights, so uh, enjoy. Again, if you uh, heard our first segment with Mark Robinson, we would encourage you to go to his website, sign his petition, markrobinson4nc.com. Um, or you can go to our website, encnewsandviews.com, and uh, we have a link to his website. 561-8255. I, th- th- this thing has got me fired up. Uh, I am I am just irritated at uh, the left. They never cease to amaze me, but I actually do think they're they're so ignorant in how they handle things that they're actually helping to get the word out. Again, as Mark just said, this video he put has put out is getting to a lot of people Talking about what's in our schools, he actually has now the the, the pictures are um, how do I word it? They're, they're edited so you understand what the picture would be without showing the graphic part of it. But
4: it, but make no mistake, they are pornographic. Oh yeah, if you take yeah. out the yeah. how it's blocked, I guess you could say. And
2: again, uh, some of these some of these books are, are blatant pedophilia, uh, the blatant man boy sexual relationships blatant blatant and the, these people ought to be as the, as the mayor of hudson ohio said a few weeks back to the school board you either clean up this mess or you're going to get charged
4: with a criminal offense that is a criminal offense i i gotta believe that if the parents of of students in north carolina schools I, i've got to believe if they know about this 90 plus percent would oppose this being in oh, schools, yeah. and I and I'm not somebody that you know, believes that we should be taking out all types of books because I'm I'm probably a little left of center of of that, but this is filth. There's no other way to describe it. It has no business in schools. We we can t- we can teach the English classics, uh, we can teach math, science, um, history, but this is just filth. It has no place in public schools. The
2: excuse of well it's everywhere else but it's not in my school. You better make darn sure. You better make darn sure. You better go down to your school library and demand to be able to look through what is in that library, what is being taught in the school. Don't think it is not. And and I'm not saying it's in every one, but listen, this is a national issue. It's up in Loudoun County, Virginia, and it's in certain counties And it might be in your county in North Carolina. 561-8255. Some folks want to chime in on this issue. Love to hear from you. Uh, First of all, let's go to Gary in uh, Greenville. Hey, Gary. Hey, Gary.
5: Hey, Tom. Hey, Benny. Good evening, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Doing well. Good to hear from you. Oh, good. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking my call. Yes. Yes. Mark Robinson, man. It's like Tom, you said, man, he's my hero, too. And for one statement that he just said a little while ago, he's he's not going to back down. I love that. Yep, We've finally got a, some conservative that's got what's called a spine yep. that are standing up to this. And I give this man kudos. And I hope and pray to God that you know God's got him here for a reason. And he is making a difference. And this is something that we need to listen to. And I'm just thankful that Mark Robinson is doing what he's doing. Because if there's any books that need to be burned, and I don't want to be burning books, those books going to these schools need to be burnt on the open square because this is absolutely evil. Because, just face it, what he spoke was the absolute truth. That's why the left hated it. Because exactly. he's speaking his truth. He's standing up to it, and, they, and that's one thing they really can't stand, because he's not going to cower down, get underneath his desk in the fetal position. No, he's standing up to him, and I love that about this man. I want this man to be governor, and then a senator, and then doggone it, running for president, because <laughs> this guy has got the, he's got his stuff in a row, and I just thank God we got somebody that's speaking up. And of course, our wonderful governor, His Highness cooper was against him saying what he said was adherent but then again coming out of cooper's mouth what do you expect but yeah this guy is awesome this guy is great and we need to stick behind him and i want to get on that website i guess y'all's website to put my signature i will put my signature on there
2: well, again, because, go to our website and look for the link. It's it's right there on the front page, and you can link to it and, and go sign that.
5: Very good. very I appreciate good. it. Thank but you, I, Gary. Thank you, Gary. You're you know, very welcome. Have a good evening. You too.
2: Thank you, sir. You know, it's interesting. The News and Observer, and one of the articles, I don't know if this was today's article or the article over the weekend, the Biden White House condemned on Friday North Carolina Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson's comments calling transgenderism and homosexuality filth. Which is is taking it out of context. He didn't call transgenderism and homosexuality filth. He was talking about the educational materials. But again, they don't care. They'll, they'll make up whatever they want, and uh, publications like the News and Observer will be happy to run with it.
4: And again, when have you ever heard the White House? <laughs> address a comment made yeah, by a by lieutenant, lieutenant governor, governor. exactly <laughs> except, except for the fact that he's a black man that won't toe the democrat party line he's in a in a state that w- it may be one of the top four or five swing states in any presidential election now without a doubt and um so hey they got a comment and they gotta they gotta use um i mean everyone's using it's it's Every every comment, and every statement made by everyone, you know they're reading off the same sheet of music. Yes, it's a plan. Yes. <laughs> yes, bingo,
2: bingo. And again, the the very fact that, as you mentioned to Mark, the very fact that CNN is covering this. Look, CNN, they didn't go dig up this story. It was handed <laughs> it to them by some you know some Democratic operatives take it up the chain to the Washington D.C. and then they. Call up CNN and say, "Hey, cover this story. this, what, might, this might be good for us."
4: yeah what, what do they call these uh, what do they call these these PAC or these uh, committees that, uh, for, for governor races and within the DNC Right. That, that's who provided it to them. Bingo. they, they realize that Mark Robinson's a threat to take over North Carolina in the next governor, to, governor Well, to And election. again, uh, we were talking
2: during the break, and you'd mentioned several names of um, articulate, powerful conservative, biblical values, strong, unafraid folks in the public eye, and the progressives hate them and are scared to death of them well you can
4: go back as far as um well you look back to 2016 uh, republican primaries when ben carson chose to run for president yep. ben carson is not only a national but an international hero i mean a medical genius that have has accomplished things that before anyone else has until he came out as until a conservative. he came out as a conservative he took all the abuse and then you go right on down the list since then you got tim scott you got Mark Robinson, you've got uh, Larry Elder out in California, who, who they, they say the most vile, racist things towards him, and, you just, and now Mark Robinson. And it's you know, if you have a black man or woman that will yep. not tow the Democrat Party line, yep. the liberal, progressive, Marxist agenda that they now have, they will try to destroy him because they know they cannot win the election if they ever lose the black vote. Period. And I've said since I started this program that the conservative
2: movement will really find its legs as we get more and more African-American, black Americans that realize they have been sold a bill of goods by the progressives, by the liberals, by the Democrats. And as we get more men like Mark Robinson leading and espousing conservative values, (laughs) that's when... Conservatism will really come into its own, and the Democrats know this, and that's why they are scared to get death and they want to vilify
4: and destroy guys like mark robinson and look we, in this country i mean we it's obvious that we've had a history in this country of racism, I and mean, we we've we've survived slavery we've gone through the last you know seventy five years last fifty years in particular that we were getting close in this nation of being a nation that looked at nothing of skin color. It was about the person's character, about their the, the person themselves. And the Democrat Party continues to try to divide people by race and it is a it is a absolute concentrated effort. And if you don't see it, you're willfully ignorant. That's what critical race theory is all about. Five six one eight two five five. Is it Jen or Jim?
2: Uh, Jan. Jan. Hey Jan. How are you? Hey Jan. Hi. Um
1: aside from politics.
2: What this boils down to is spiritual warfare. Yep. Yeah, you're right.
1: That's, I mean, that's just all there is to it. There is, the enemy is using politics to do it. But well, you know, it's interesting, it's
2: interesting because all the people that Benny just mentioned, all these, these black conservative um, men and women, Candace Owens, another one. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting about them? Every one of them have strong biblical values. Every one of them, and uh, right. you're right. It is it is spiritual warfare.
1: And 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 the the uh, what what, he, what you were talking. I came in a little late on the interview, but you were talking about something about the, somebody asking the Supreme Court to allow the FBI to investigate parents who spoke against all this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nothing. I mean, the majority of those of those who are gonna be against something
2: like this are going to be Christians. Yeah. Although I you know, I, I think there are an, I'm not our, saying all.
1: I'm not right. saying all. Right. But but there's a, a large number and and I mean they want to control everyone but bottom line is they want to get rid of the Christians. Yep. I mean that's just the bottom line. Yeah. No, I think you right. I read the end of the book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you, Jen. Thanks for the call. 561 8255. You to chime in on this or any other issue. Uh, love to hear from you. We got to take another time out. Stay with us. Tom and Benny be right back.
0: Join the show, 252-561-TALK. News and views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7.
2: Welcome back in. Fox News is reporting a small plane has crashed in a residential neighborhood in San Diego County. Happened about uh, noon local time there, about 3 o'clock this afternoon here. Two people have died in the crash. The article does not say if they were in the airplane uh, from the pictures, I'm assuming that they were. There are a number of other people who have been rushed to the hospital uh, talking about uh, burns, injuries. Uh, it happened next door to a high school. We were just speculating as to whether or not the pilot was having engine problems. Although this plane was a twin-engine Cessna, and uh, most of those planes can fly on one engine, but uh, whether or not he was trying to land on like the football field of the high school, don't know. But
4: uh, From the video... Um pretty densely populated neighborhood yeah. i mean so yeah. it, it and the fire local fire department representatives said they expect more uh death fatalities yeah. yeah fox news is reporting president biden's popularity
2: among american voters continues to go down and uh his clout amongst people in his own party continues <gasps> to uh crater uh big time and more and more people are avoiding cousin eddie now this is just nine months into his presidency I mean, isn't this still supposed to be the honeymoon? It's a nightmare. And uh, Terry McAuliffe, who's uh, running for uh, the governor of uh, Virginia, he is now avoiding Joe Biden. I mean, he used to be Joe Biden's best buddy. Now he's avoiding him. Uh, he is talking disparagingly of the job he is doing. Stephanie Murphy uh, re- running for re-election in the House, moderate Democrat. Uh, she's told the New York Times last week that Biden's governing doesn't reflect the skills I know he must have had from his years as a legislator. What is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Biden has always been inept. The only difference is now he is senile and inept. Uh, Jim Costa, Democrat uh, in the House, recently criticized Biden. Uh, just talking about how he has totally botched this uh, package, the $3.5 trillion you know, the Democrats keep coming out and say, "Well, if they just got it passed, I don't think so. I think the problem is that um, uh, the 3.5 trillion is why is one of the reasons why Joe's in such trouble. Um, former Democrat representative Pe- um, O'Rourke, Francis O'Rourke, uh, he's talking slamming Biden, which is rather interesting, because he loved Biden when he was going to make him the Czar of guns. Uh, here's the bottom line, though. All these all these Democrats are scared to death of being attached to Joe Biden. Uh, the good news for conservatives, for Republicans, is they realize that they cannot be reelected. Of course, McAuliffe's election is this November, just in a few weeks. These others running in the House, they're going to be running in uh, uh, 2022. 2022. They're gonna to try to be reelected. And again, these are moderates that are speaking up. Well the moderates, that means they are representing a probably a, a purple area. They're realizing that their Fanny is in the sling, mm-hmm. that they're in trouble.
4: And so uh they're they're running from Joe. And it's not only politicians, you know, the the uh you know, the political left that are that are part of entertainment, you know, they always want to uh you know, express their opinion and they're actually starting to come out a little bit now that they're a little disappointed in joe biden and i i got a question for them i got a question for the entertainment left and the and the political left what what did joe Biden biden do during the democrat primary or during the normal of uh, campaign that would think he would be governing any different than what he is right now good question i mean the democrat primary was absolute embarrassing for him and no, and the only reason he um only reason he survived that because he made a deal and all the other candidates you know followed like suit but then the, in the general election he just stayed in his basement and made gaffe after gaff after gaff that everybody ignored so i don't know why who anybody was surprised yeah who are you joe we know who you are Rezo- reasonable people know who you are.
2: Let me uh, change course a little bit here. This story just in from the uh, Greenville Police Department. Earlier today, shortly before 130 local time, Greenville police officers responded to 1014 apartment four, Taylor Street for a reported disturbance. Upon their arrival, officers encountered 21 year old Sierra Dyer. Arguing with a family member over the custody of her one-year-old daughter, an officer followed Dyer into the kitchen of the house, observe her pick up a knife, and stab the child in the back. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. And this is the mother? When confronted by the officer, Dyer threw the knife on the floor, was immediately taken into custody. A second officer secured the child, who was transported to Viden Center for treatment. She, the, the child is expected to make a full recovery, Dyer's been charged with attempted murder and felony charge abuse. A booking, photo, and bond information is available through the Pick County Detention Center. Wow.
4: That's unbelievable.
2: <laughs> um, I, Wow. People are crazy.
4: Man, we live in a sick world. Well, I hate to say it, but um, we have ignored the value of life for a long time. Yeah. When yep. it comes to children yeah. and when it comes to baby in the babies in the womb. Yeah. So, um,
2: I, I mean, the, it, it, that's an interesting point, because what's the difference between the baby in the womb being an aborted and this child? You are talking about one year and three feet. I mean, yeah. basically out mm-hmm. of the womb next to the mom on the floor, one year old. If uh, that is, is that the child right there, Clark, if you're watching. It's gonna be the mom. Oh, that's the mom. The wow. The mom looks like a child. Yeah. Anyway, you sure about that?
4: Oh, okay. If you're if you're watching
2: on Facebook or uh, online or on cable seven, there's a picture of the person that was arrested. Whew. Sick. Mm. Mitch terrible. McConnell over the weekend, well, I guess it was last Friday. He decided to uh, cave on the debt ceiling.
0: No. and he caved on a Friday M-
2: Mitch McConnell Mitch McConnell, he wrote a letter to Biden saying that uh, okay I helped out this time but I'm not going to do it again I kept America from a disaster but I'm not going to do it again by the way there are a lot of Republicans that are ticked at Mitch McConnell for caving on this and I'm talking about in the sen- in the U.S. Senate now there are a lot of Republicans at home including me that are ticked that he caved on this but he said, "But you know, I, I'm not going to do it again, uh, Mr. President. I just want to let you know that I'm not going to do it again." And you know, um, chuckles the clown Schumer went on a uh, went went on the floor of the Senate and started doing a strut dance, talking about how ah oh, you know they, we, we got him to cave, we got him to cave. And uh, boy, there there were dem- including Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin was irritated, and I'm trying to keep this PG, really irritated that. Chuckles the Clown would do that. But Joe Biden wrote this letter to the president, referenced that, and said, look, this debt ceiling was only lifted through December, mid-December, and I'm not going to do it again. Will he not do it again? I doubt it. I think he will do it again. I think he will (laughs) cave again, because they always do. It'll come right before Christmas. They'll be scrambling to get it done Everybody wants to go home for Christmas. Oh, we can 't shut the government down two days before Christmas. He will cave again. Mark my words, he will cave again
4: Mitch McConnell was just milk toast Mitch. <laughs> I mean, he's he's perfect for giving up whatever leverage he ever has in negotiations. And I, I think he gave up a lot of leverage here. I mean, yeah. they basically had the Democrats in a position where they would have to own this ridiculous, massive infrastructure bill, own um, increasing the debt limit, own a government shutdown. It's all on the Democrats. Yeah. And Mitch caved. And, again, if if you're going
2: to cave in early October – the, the chances of you caving two weeks
4: before Christmas is tenfold oh, that yeah. you're going to cave. Yeah, And, you know, I mean, what? who says something else might happen between now and them as far as um, uh, some national security issue, some, something where you cannot afford for a government shutdown, some national Oh, they'll create one. one.
2: Yeah. They'll create one oh, if yeah. they have
4: to. Well, heck, there's one at the border if they just will look down there and see what's going on at the border. Unbelievable. Hey,
2: stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: This is your Drive at Five, an ENC with Tom Lamprecht. Welcome back to News and Views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7.
2: I referenced this when we were talking to Mark Robinson earlier in the program. Terry McAuliffe, of course, you know, he was in a debate with uh, the Republican running for uh, governor up there in Virginia. Yunkin? Yeah. Yeah, Yunkin? Yeah, I think. uh, Yeah, yeah, Yunkin, I believe that's how you pronounce it. It's uh, almost as bad as Lamprecht if you're running for office.
4: But um, I saw uh, saw a lot of his signs, and I was in Virginia this weekend, so oh yeah. a lot of signs. Uh, and I think I think Terry McAuliffe is, uh, realizes he's in trouble
2: now. When they were having the debate a while back, you know, he Terry McAuliffe got into trouble when he came out and said, you know, parents shouldn't have any say in what's being taught in these schools. <laughs> and uh, he doubled down over the weekend. He was in an interview, and now he's coming out. As I mentioned to Mark, he's coming out and saying critical race theory is not being taught
4: in the schools you know i, I can fundamentally in principle I can kind of kind of agree that parents um i mean they shouldn't control the the education agenda in schools but this isn't an education agenda this isn't an indoctrination agenda you know parents are not educational experts but when when something is being taught by like this critical race theory parents should have a say well, and you're seeing more and more parents vote with their feet. Yeah. And uh, that's
2: that needs to happen. And listen, I, I, I would agree that you can't have parents coming in and disrupting the classroom and telling the teacher how to teach. But parents absolutely should have a say-so, and they're going through the proper course. You, you go to the school board. Yeah, you don't bust into the classroom and go after the teacher. You go to the school board and express yourself, and that's exactly what's happening. And as you mentioned during the break, Garrett, uh, Merrick Garland, who is the head of the DOJ, the attorney general, who oversees the FBI, who they're talking about now looking at these parents and calling them domestic terrorists. And what does
4: Merrick Garland's son do? Yeah, his company – Sells critical race materials to public school systems. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can't make this stuff
2: up. But Terry McGoff said, no, we don't teach teach CRT in our public school system.
4: And I I have yet. Now, I I think when people go to a board meeting of any kind, they should be respectful um, and and all that. I have yet to see any violence at school board meetings. Now, I've seen a lot of uh, school board members just flipping off and don't care what, what the parents say, make fun of them. Um, They disrespect the
2: parents. The parents need to respect the school board members, but the school board members need to respect the parents.
4: Absolutely. I mean, they're to represent the people, not themselves. Bingo.
2: Hey, don't forget to go sign that petition in support of our Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson. You can get to that uh, petition page by going to our website, encnewsandviews.com. Uh, go support our gov- our lieutenant governor. Hopefully, he will be our governor one day. Hey, we got to run. We'll do it again on Tuesday at five o'clock. We'll see you then. Bye, bye,
0: everybody. Alright, alright, alright.